everybody. Welcome back to Feedback Loop. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Joey. And this is Season 2, Episode 15. I've, I've abandoned the the overall count. I'm yeah. not even going to say that it's 111. But you just did. No, I didn't. I refuse to say it. Uh, season 2, Episode 15. We're back. I'm in Washington, for those who didn't listen to last week's, which is most of the world. But I guess that also presumes that you're listening to this one. <laughs> That's also yeah. One. So uh, yeah, I don't I don't know, man. Last week you you and I spoke a bit about happy warm music. Yeah. And on that, you gave me a recommendation for hiking music. So we talked about <laughs> music to listen yeah. to while hiking. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you recommended Mother Earth's Plantasia by Morgard. Mm-hmm. And I listened to it while oh hiking. I went hiking, uh, not this past weekend for us now, but the weekend before. Uh, maybe it was during the week. I don't remember. I don't know. I went hiking. I put it on and I listened to it twice. Um, it was a bit short for the length of the hike that I was on. So I listened yep. to it once on the way out and then once on the way back. Um, and then listened to some other stuff in the, in the gaps or just didn't listen to music. But uh, I think listening to music as a side note before I tell you what I feel about this album specifically, I I think listening to music was a good experience for that hike specifically. And that they, it wasn't a very Vista E hike. Like a lot of hikes you'll, you'll walk to an end point and then there's reward. There's like some big, nice thing at the end to kind of see this hike was less of that and more just kind of like a trail. Um, I mean, it was it was still like gorgeous around the area, but it, it wasn't really like a super beautiful hiking area for me. Um, so prefacing that with it, I think the music helped. I think it was just like it, it was nice to just kind of like vibe out to something new. Mother Earth's Plantasia, what a weird album, in in, in a wild direction that that took. Because it starts off in the first track, I think, with some very like cheesy '80s synth horns, just mm-hmm. not what i would expect for music written for plants there's like these really weird like cheesy 80s synth horns um but it, it kind of develops a bit and uh i feel like overall there was a lot of like video game inspiration a lot of video game uh soundtrack inspiration in that album like there were some songs that felt like they were straight out of like zelda or inspired by zelda and then there was one that i think reminded me a lot of like donkey kong country which is one of my favorite videos um, but overall, I think it was it was a good album. It was surprising. It was weird, and it was, it was just it was. I, I don't know if I would consider it hiking music, just because it yeah, was, you know, like weird, like chip tuney video game music for for a lot of it. But uh, good wreck. It was fun to yeah. listen to, and it caught me off guard when it started. So, so for that one. See that album, which. To your point about it sounding like video game music and very chip tuny, that album, for all you people out there who are potentially going to listen to it, it was released in 1976. So yeah. it was pretty ahead of its time, I'd say. Agreed. Agreed. Um, but for me, that album was, I guess, for those Vista E hikes, once I reached the destination, but to keep. I don't know, to keep everybody fully informed previously in my life, whenever I would be going on those Vista E hikes, it was like you made it to a point and then there was 
there was some sort of mind altering thing to be done at these vistas. Right. So yeah. it's like then you're gonna listen to this crazy Plantasia album that's just like all sparkly and shiny and great. And maybe that informed my decision a little bit on how or my current perception on it even. Cause I mean right. as we've talked about plenty on on this podcast, past experiences can can give you a lot of bias in what music that you uh, fit into certain situations in the future. For sure. But it, it was fun. It was, it's, it's a weird album. I recommend it. If you guys are curious, go, go, go listen to it. Uh, if you're into that kind of, if, if what we have said sounds interesting at all to you, I would recommend uh, checking it out. What, what else have you been listening to over the past fortnight? You know, um, I've been a bad music discoverer and mostly not discovering new music. But I've been rediscovering my love for previous music that I've listened to in the past, I guess. Like, um, uh, I'm pretty sure I've talked about them before on on the podcast, but this band Hum, they're like a 90s, I guess, slow rock band. And they had an album called You'd Prefer an Astronaut that I really liked. And I've been listening to that a lot, which... Whenever I listen to them, I listen, I feel like they fit into the same category that I guess I put pile in, in my head. Like that's, right. I don't know. It's kind of like, that's the style of music that I listen to whenever I found pile. So I guess it's just like connected and I hadn't listened to them in quite a while, maybe like a year and a half probably. And now I'm, I've been listening to them again. I've been listening to some of uh Dan Bateman from Frog his other band Uncles I've been listening to to quite a bit of that and a bl- a complete blast from the past that came at the request of my daughter um she's been getting more into music and we bought Just Dance for the Switch so she she's been hearing a bunch of like dancey music and she discovered Lady Gaga and <laughs> and uh, she's been listening to a lot of Born This Way, like that the album. So I had listened to Born This Way and Fame Monster recently all the way through several times. And that was just those albums are just such a moment in time, yeah. especially Fame Monster. Like, I feel like it's having lived through whenever that was huge. It, it's it just instantly takes me back like now i listen to it if i heard it for the first time today i i feel like i think it was very dated especially yeah. some of the songs on born this way like as edm inspired as they seem to be like judas for example the, the chorus to judas seems so like formulaic and like repeated from some of her other songs yeah and like it's a good formula, but like you listen to it, and that song specifically, I feel like I get tired listening to that song because I'm like, I feel like I've heard a different version of this song on this album already. <laughs> yeah, I have actually. I don't think I've ever listened to a full Lady Gaga album. I think I tried to listen to Chromatica, which was her 2020 album. Mm-hmm. I think, and I wasn't super into it. Um, obviously, that was like late in her. Not that her career's over. I don't yeah. think it's over. I mean, she released an album two years ago, so yeah, whatever. 
but so so the style is different, I guess, from the older stuff that I was more familiar with, like you said, Fame Monster and, and Born This Way. I don't think Born This Way, even though for me, clicked. I I mean, obviously, I haven't listened to the album, but like even the singles and stuff didn't really hit. The Fame Monster is really like yeah. peak Gaga. I it, think yeah. it's just it's all of her all of her good shit. Um, so that's fun. I'm glad that Lorelai is getting into electronic music. That's fun. I, I'm sure that's rewarding as a parent too to like it, yeah. watch your child discover music and and obviously there's going to be at at some point she will discover something whatever the new pop trend is and you're not going to like it at, at some point probably. I'm going to um, try my so, hardest to. I hope yeah, I do. I think, I think that's the best. I think I think you specifically as a parent are probably in a good position to that because you're you're so open to music in general. But uh, I feel like it, they're still going to hit a point where it's just like, oh, you, you dang youngsters and your kid music. I, I just <laughs> kids, don't these days. kids these days. Uh, but yeah, so I'm sure that's going to come at some point. And that'll be a fun, interesting thing to talk about if that happens, I suppose. Um, what have you been up to? Man, it, it's, I've, I've been a little all over the place, it seems. So, uh, quickly, Wubs. I've been listening to Tywin. I started playing Guild Wars again. And uh, Guild Wars is an MMO, so it's, it's good to throw on music while you're playing. And with playing a video game, my brain wants electronic music. And so I went through some like old Wubby dubstep albums. They're not old albums. They were on my backlog. I had a backlog of electronic albums because I've just not really been in like a dubstep vibe lately but i went through uh and i re-listened to kill the noises new album that i actually talked about uh, earlier this year i think uh and then i listened to ghastly who's an artist i hadn't heard of his newest album alice in wonderland's new album liquid strangers new album just a lot of like dubstep that's like modern and, and, and cool and stuff so that was fun uh i it it was refreshing because i as i mentioned i haven't really been in a dubstep mood i suppose lately and i think there was part of me in the back of my mind going like, well, it, it all sounds the same and you, don't, you just don't like dubstep. You're starting to realize that it's not that great. And listening through all that stuff changed my mind. I was like, no, I'm like that. Get the fuck out of here. It's still cool. It's still yeah. fun as hell to listen to. Uh, so that was fun. And then um, since, since I mentioned Guild Wars, I, I was actually talking to some, some Randy's on Guild Wars the other night when I was playing and I asked for recommendations for an album to listen to. And someone recommended some Russian synthwave album or, or artist uh, named Molchat Doma. I'm what? sure that's not how it's pronounced. Um, but they're like, yeah, check check out this like Russian Russian synthwave album. So I did, and it was interesting. Um, I don't know if it's for me. It, I listened to the whole thing. I didn't have any issues with it other than it kind of all sounded like synthwave. I mean, it, it's synthwave with Russian vocals, and it, it yeah. kind of like it felt kind of one note for me. Um, so that was a little bit of a miss, but it was fun getting a recommendation from some stranger that actually also uh, lives around here-ish, up here in the state around- of Washington. Oh, okay. I was about to say, like... Uh, not in the town that I'm in, but but it was, there were, like, two or three people in this group that were all from the Pacific Northwest, and they were, like, giving me recommendations for things to do around here. Hell so yeah. So that was fun. Um, but outside of that, uh, there were a couple of... Well, okay, so there's one other discovery, I guess for me and that is that i really like the band london grammar whom i had london not i think i had heard of but never listened to london grammar um and they came on one of my mixes like an indie alternative mix that i had on 
uh, and it, it caught my ear, and so I went and listened to their album Californian Soil, which is a relatively new album, I think in the past like three years or so. Um, really enjoyed that album. It, it's got some cool like electronic indie rock vibes to it that it, it feels similar to me to like uh, Florence and the Machine and then kind of metric for the, the kind of electronic stuff. So it was a good vibe for me, I think. So that was a fun discovery. Um, and then also the last thing on my list uh, was uh, listening to Mothica. I, I think I had mentioned her new album came you out did. this year. Um, I don't know if you listened to it. I don't, I don't remember, but uh, it was a pretty cool album. She actually just released uh, an EP, I guess, to accompany it. So the album was called Nocturnal, and this new EP is called Nocturnal, and then in parentheses, lo-fi beats to fall asleep to. And she, so she basically like re remastered, re-edited, remixed her some of her Nocturnal songs, some of the bigger songs from Nocturnal, to have this kind of like lo-fi, chill, down-tuned kind of wonky vibe. And it was it was really fun to kind of listen to someone basically covering or doing like a style parody. Of, or I guess not style parody, it'd be the opposite, but uh, just just lo-fi versions of songs that I was already familiar with was kind of fun and unexpected. And I think it's a cool thing for an artist to do is to like yeah. release re- release an album and then be like, here's also other versions of that songs in, in a slightly different like vibe. So that, that was kind of fun. Man, I like I respect the hell out of that. That's like yeah. A really cool idea simply because as a person who tries to write music i am constantly making revisions and yeah. there's a point usually when i'm writing a song that i'm like i just want to release like not release i'm not releasing music <laughs> but like in my head in this scenario that i'm yeah, building in my it. head yeah i want to finish like five different versions of the same song mm-hmm. and then put potentially if i were to ever release music i would release all of them so that's just a cool idea. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think uh, Cascade, which is a segue, Cascade did that with mm-hmm. um, his album Fire and Ice. I feel like I've mentioned a couple times where he had, he, there were like 12, 10 or 12 songs. And he released, uh, it was like a, it was a double album, but it was really just one album kind of a thing where there, it was the fire disc had the, the quote unquote finished or, or final versions of the songs and then there was ice which was like a, a chill remix album of all of the same songs so that was kind of a, a fun touch point and i mentioned cascade because coming up in the future in the near future uh they teased another song kx5 uh which with is dead mouse cascade, is the that... cascade and dead mouse collab oh, yeah. uh they announced a show in los angeles and with it they teased that they're releasing another song um, that i think is supposed to come out in the next couple weeks so i'm looking forward to that coming out uh the next couple weeks because obviously i like cascade and i like dead mouse and kx5 is is just beautiful the the idea yeah. of kx5 is beautiful there's only one other song out right now i think but whenever there's more then it's just gonna be this great thing yeah i'm looking forward to it i, I want to see if they do an album they might just keep it chill and just release singles as they as they make them i'm not sure what what either one of them is up to at this point i don't i'm not aware of if cascade or dead mouse have albums coming up or if they're just like behind the scenes, just working on, on KX five. Yeah. Not, um, so looking forward Man, to being surprised by that. Yeah. That's, 
that's going to be nice. Uh, also, speaking of Cascade, which I didn't even think to put this to like write this down or anything, but you talking about Cascade made me think of it. Um, he had the Fire and Ice V3, right? That came out. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I guess that totally slipped my mind. There were, there are three versions of those songs out now. I listened to it and I really liked it and. I'd put it on in the background coming home from a long trip, like a little bit after it came out. I don't remember where we come. I think we were coming home from like a weekend hike or something. I don't know. Yeah. But I put it on again and Alyssa, who is normally at least somewhat critical of music that I put, me putting on music in the car has become <laughs> a contentious topic amongst yeah. us. Yeah. And she actually liked it. So that was cool. So Cascade Cascade Fire and Ice V3 has another fan. Hell yeah. I need to re-listen to that. It's been, it's been a minute since I've listened to it. I don't think I've listened to it since it came out. But uh, big fan of those songs. I mean, obviously there's a nostalgia component there. Because I think the original album Fire and Ice was like 2011-ish. So it's aged. But yeah. uh, still has nostalgia for me. So, so a fresh take on those is, is always great. Uh, coming up, also, there there are two big releases, I think, in this next fortnight. One of which is Buried Alive is dropping a new album this Friday. Um, so I'm excited for that because I just, I don't know, man. It, it, it gets me. It gets yeah. me. And he, he's growing so much so quickly and like changing his style up. I listened to one of the singles from the new album. Uh, I think I've only listened to one of them. He's been releasing them like weekly, so I feel like half the album's been released. But I'm I'm avoiding listening to them because I just want to like experience it in its yeah. whole. And it's just like what I have heard is just like it's wild that he just keeps like not not just improving as a guitarist, but like improving as a producer and and altering his style and experimenting with a lot of new shit. Like it's just exciting and fun to listen to. So I'm excited for that coming up. The other big release i think what's so not actually has an album coming out in a couple weeks and i think it'll be before we next record but i'm not 100 percent on that so i'm a fan of what's so not electronic kind of vibey uh music i feel like i've only ever (laughs) i feel like i've only ever heard them uh featured on other artists songs and never actually like uh fully i guess yeah their album so uh Fun connection. This Friday, this Saturday, I'm seeing Flume in Seattle. Uh, nice. So that's going to be fun. But uh, What's So Not originally was Flume and uh, Imo, Imo instead. It's I-M-O-H. I don't know how it's pronounced. But it, it was a joint project between them um, back in the days. Like uh, I think you've probably heard that they did a remix of uh, Get Free by Major Lazer. <gasps> That's where that must be where I, it was stuck in my head. I yeah. love that album. <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, they were they were a duo, but at some point, Flume was like, "I'm I'm done with this. I don't want to be involved with this." And he's letting like emo instead run it. So I think that is his new like full time project or whatever. And he's put out a couple albums, at least one album, I think, uh, just by himself, and it was very good. I really enjoyed it. So I'm kind of I, I have not heard anything about the new album uh, from What's So Not or any singles or anything other than the fact that I know that it's coming out. So I'm kind of interested to see uh see how that goes. Man, 
I wish I had, uh, I don't know, as many uh, things to look forward to as you, because <laughs> I don't. You, I mean, yeah, you don't. You don't look. You don't typically keep up with like new releases, right? You 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 just kind of let yourself wander and what you what you find you find you i i am very much for better or worse i try to stay on top of things as they yeah come out, which is very much a me thing which it could be an issue i don't know but we're very opposite in that aspect i guess uh, there are there have been some things that i've been keeping up with like something that i should have said uh the tallest man on earth has come out with like three or four new songs and um is there an album coming I, I'm thinking there is, but I, I guess maybe not. I don't know. I would assume so. But uh, he did. I think it's his first full song. Well, I think it's a folk song, but it's entirely in Swedish. So oh, that's fun. He's he's never done that before in his like at least in his tallest man on earth style. Um, but also the front bottoms. They've been coming out with some new music. Well, some of it's old reworked music, but at least a new new album full of music. Right. And also, you know, I do have something because one of the bands that I've been li- one of the bands that I've been listening to a lot lately is uh, Two Door Cinema Club, which is a band that I used to rock back in the day. They just came out with a new album, and I haven't listened to it yet. I saw that. Uh, I've not listened to Two Door Cinema Club much. But I'm aware of them. And it recently, just this past week, I guess their new album popped up. And I saw it and I was like, I, I think I like that band, but I'm not yeah. I'm not so sure. And I think I listened to like a song or two, and I wasn't really feeling it at the time, so I stopped. But uh, yeah, this album cover is very familiar. So yeah, maybe I'll check that out as well. It's called Keep On Smiling. Uh, yeah. So, so Man. That, that'll maybe be fun. Their uh, tourist also, history album was so, like, it was seminal. 2012 me i feel like there there's a song specifically by them that was probably in a video game probably um yeah none of these are looking familiar i don't know the song title i I feel like there was like a need for speed game that had one of their songs or something that was the that's probably where i had, had listened to them or something but uh yeah that's fun also fun we have a new we have a new gimmick that we're that we're gonna try out. Um, I should have teased this at the beginning of the episode, but I guess it's just a surprise reward for people that somehow made it through the past twenty minutes of us rambling about shit. Um, we're gonna be trying to have a little competition and instill some random music discovery within ourselves at the same time. So the theory is. Uh, we go to a website that generates a random genre for us, and then we take that and run with it, and then the next episode we'll be sharing what we found, and then uh, the week after that we will be establishing a winner of the previous week's uh, tasks based on, I guess, initially just our our uh, agreement between the two of us, which one's better. But in theory, if you're listening to this episode... Leave a comment. Yeah. Or I guess if you're listening to the next episode, once we've revealed what we found, uh, let us know which one of us you think found the better track or the, the better band or the more interesting find. Uh, and then it'll be kind of a, a, a community sourced winner as opposed yeah. to just me and Joey saying, no, I think I'm, I think I'm right. You're wrong. 
I'm right forever. Uh, but yeah, so we generated, I found, I found a generator from uh, chosic.com slash random dash music dash genre. Um, and, and it seems to have some, some depth to it. Uh, so the, the genre we pulled this week is deep Gothic post-punk. Hell yeah. So, so Joey and I will be over the next two weeks diving in to, to some extent to find some deep Gothic post-punk music to then share next episode with, with each other and, and with ourselves. And, and wait, I just said that. And with you all, I was, I, my brain, <laughs> I, we're going to share between ourselves and with ourselves yeah. and between the two of us and also us. And uh, with no, you guys. And, and, and the audience <laughs> with you all. So you guys can tell us, who, who did it better, who found, who found cooler shit and also do your own damn discovery, you know, let us know what we missed and, and, and tell us some deep Gothic post-punk recommendations. Dude, I'm really excited for this deep Gothic post-punk. I like post-punk. I like, like goth music. Yeah. Part of my favorite style that came out of like new wave in the, like the eighties and stuff was like the, the really dark, gothic sounding stuff that that they did and uh so maybe maybe we just found a new genre that i'm gonna love yeah there could be some really cool shit here i think so hopefully uh this will kind of spur us to do some more discovery instead of just kind of sticking in our wheelhouse and and replaying old favorites like we're we're prone to do um so that that's coming hopefully this new gimmick sticks i think we're gonna make it stick even if not just because it's fun yeah a little element uh, to add on. So, uh, again, leave comments next week. I mean, I guess listen to this, listen, you can, if you're going to participate in the discovery aspect, you guys feel free to listen to some deep Gothic post-punk this, this week, uh, in the next two weeks. And then in two weeks, we're going to be revealing what we found, the, our personal favorites, our personal picks. And then you guys can tell us, uh, who found a better pick, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> me. Until It'll then, be me. It'll, it's probably going to be Joey, if we're just being honest here. But who knows? Jo- I mean, I feel like Joey's more more likely to give up than than I am to say like, you know what, Jeremy, your 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 track was better because I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to my guns and I'm gonna defend my music unless I unless you just completely outclass me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's gonna come next next episode. Um, I think that covers all of my bullet points. So unless Joseph has anything to add. I never do. <laughs> we, we need to find a way to end this show smoothly. Yeah. And we just, we just can't out. Stay in our feedback. Bye.